Hello and welcome to another Arcade and Retro podcast. Uh, with it being coming up to Halloween, we thought we'd do something a, a little different. Uh, again, instead of just focusing on horror games, which we've done in the past, um, we're going to look at games, uh, the history of sort of blood in video games. Uh, how often blood has been used and having a look back when it's trying to figure out when it was first used when it became popular I mean I think the one that we are uh, it's myself Gavin and Stephen's here with me again uh, but <laughs> yeah I think when we uh, I think most people when they think of blood in video games the probably the one you go to first that comes to your head is probably Mortal Kombat um, that that game just really brought it into the mainstream that games could be very gory <laughs> but there's uh, a lot of other examples before that um so I mean I think if you go go far back is like the Atari 2600 days early um, early uh, yeah. very early there we had a Halloween game on the Atari 2600 which involved uh, you trying to escape Michael Mars you you chase were chased around the house it was quite inventive actually um, yeah <laughs> see much of it is there was there not a, another Friday the 13th one where you- where Jason traced you with a chainsaw as well yes there yeah. was as well I think I believe there was one on the Commodore 64 for Friday the 13th I don't know if it was the same in other ones but you never knew who was Jason one of the characters would secretly be Jason that sounds like the alien game as well yeah because <laughs> <Really? laughs> yeah, I think one because one of the crewmates was a, was an android in that and yeah. you had to kind of it, it, oh, was, okay. it was random every time yeah. <laughs> uh, of course yeah um but there wasn't there was also the debt race game as well I think that was the one the first video game controversy that was back in the 70s that was right yeah. back in the 70s so yeah again loosely I don't know if it was officially based on the movie or not uh, uh, I don't think it was officially but it was <laughs> loose, yeah it was loosely based on it, it yeah. was, I think it, was, it came out as debt race and then there's some weird thing like they didn't have the money for it so they, it got licensed as a destruction derby game where they changed mm-hmm. the people to cars yeah, but then when it kind of uh, once it kind of took off, then when people started, when the controversy of it took off, then Debt Race kind of took over from Destruction Derby. They sold a lot more copies because you know, bad publicity is good publicity. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah. Instead of running people over, they said, "Oh no, yeah. no, those are gremlins." It kind of just took <laughs> off. I think when some journalists kind of uh, saw it in an arcade and wrote how shocked she was, and then all the other newspapers kind of jumped on the bandwagon there and started writing about this terrible disgusting game <laughs> where you just ran ran over pedestrians <laughs> but uh, wasn't it they said it wasn't pedestrians it was gremlins <laughs> yeah yeah so they got to say oh yeah so yeah, I don't know part. if they started off as gremlins or they started off with people but it's really basic like game from 1970s they, they're just kind of are they even stick men in it? Mm. I think they're just kind of lines or something you're running over. Exactly. They're <laughs> very basic. I mean, actually, this was 1976, so yeah. that's how early you're talking about. Four years But even then, it was enough to um, <laughs> uh, to lead to it. Yeah. Um, it's amazing, like, the primitive graphics that people have a, an uproar about when you think about how realistic things look now. Mm-hmm. Even, like, Mortal Kombat using digitized graphics, but back then, like, not even stick men could cause such co- controversy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, then uh, I don't know if we look then at uh, some, the, some maybe, I mean, there wasn't too much you could do on those early systems, blood wise. Yeah, um, and I don't think is, even the Halloween yeah. game, I don't think was terribly gory, but uh, they're kind of su- superfluous kind of additions to the game. Like, they'll sp- it'd be like an extra sprite where back in those days, like, you'd be kind of you wouldn't have enough um, kind of memory or yeah. processing power to add that extra kind of <laughs> kind of yeah and I have a feeling aesthetic. that games like Debt Race were probably more controversial probably just because of the artwork on the, the cabinet itself as opposed yeah. to the content in the game because you had like a big yeah you had a sort of big bloody skull <laughs> on the side of the cabinet so I think parents would go into an arcade and with arcade and see that and go oh no no I suppose at the time people <laughs> kind of 
we're kind of a um, bit of controversy over like Black Sabbath and stuff like that. Exactly. Heavy metal yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that was it's also mm. I know in in uh, over in, in the sort of UK and Ireland, it was like ninjas were getting a bad time as well. Uh, <laughs> it's why to this day, yeah, yeah, even like, lots of stuff like is quite banned. Like nunchucks are seen as the most violent thing imaginable. Yeah, even like, up, to, up to the Soul Caliber and yeah. stuff. The or was I think it was Soul Edge, the um, the nunchucks and that had to be replaced with tree bar nunchucks, <laughs> where it would be two bar in the Japanese yeah. and American version. And yeah, for even some the reason, Teenage yeah. Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah, they yeah exactly. Say ninja. <laughs> yeah, they, they couldn't say Ninja in Teenage Mutant Hero the Hero Turtles, yeah. and yeah, they had to get. Eventually, they got rid of um, the nunchucks off uh, Michelangelo, and he was given like a like a grappling hook. Oh yeah, God, that was weird. Yeah, again, it's just uh, some moral panic about um, nunchucks for some reason—the most impractical, yeah. violent weapon imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if someone comes at you in a dark alley with a pair of nunchucks, they're more likely to do damage to themselves than uh, <laughs> anyone else. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, but that, yeah, so there was like one of the just one of those really odd things. Uh, right, that time uh, in the UK as well was the video nasties in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. Stuff, yeah. You, well, you had that's because you had like Mary Whitehouse was such a strong sort of. Um, uh, for people who don't know who Mary Whitehouse was, she was very much essentially Maud Flanders, I guess. Or yeah, was it? But yeah, she was very effective at letter writing campaigns into the BBC and everything, and uh, mm-hmm. getting stuff censored. Um, um, like uh, yeah, Doctor Who used to get constantly in trouble for <laughs> causing problems with her. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. So she, she what did seem to be incredibly powerful at influencing <laughs> what what people should get outraged about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and that's legacy still fell today, and like um, that, that that sort of thing. But anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, th- couldn't do too much on those early graphics. But then when the NES came in, you could do a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with the NES though is that um, in America and kind of then kind of cross over into Europe because we got just the American versions of the games. Was that Nintendo were heavily censoring a lot of the content that kind of came came out on the NES? So. Lots of gore was taken out, religious references, like stuff like in Castlevania, like yeah. crosses were removed from stuff. So um, it was kind of a bit tame then in the NES. There wasn't much much gore Again, compared that's still to the. Like, still a po- odd policy they yeah. hold to this day, Nintendo. Like they wouldn't, like uh, Binding yeah. of Isaac was supposed to be released on the 3DS and it would have been great on the 3DS. But Super because Meat Boy was the, supposed to be a Wii yeah, game as well. Yeah, we again, were, because of the, yeah. the religious connotations, they wouldn't allow it. Even though yeah. there is actually a Nintendo of a Japan game where uh, it involves demonic possession and. I think the final boss of the game is a demon possesses the baby Jesus and you have to kill the baby Jesus. I think Nintendo were actually heavily involved in it themselves. I'm, I can't remember the, the title of it yeah. myself, but I'll look it up. But yeah, even up uh, until like Eternal Darkness was their first 18 rated game. Yeah. And that was like in the GameCube era. And yeah. <laughs> I think they just, they're kind of so behind the times then with letting violence into their games and they ha- kind of had to just um, kind of go with it and put those policies aside. Yeah. But the thing is that some, Back in the NES era, like um, they were very heavy-handed, but there was a few things actually slipped past the censors. There's a few really gory games on the the NES, and um, I think the big one that people remember is Bionic Commando. Oh, which, yeah, well, uh, I have a little bit of the music from Bionic mm-hmm. Commando here. Which kind of in and of itself kind of wasn't, <laughs> wasn't really that gory. Yeah. But um, right at the end, um, see, the, the original Bionic Commando, you had to kill, you're up against kind of the Nazis were resurrected and they were trying to resurrect Hitler so the last boss was kind of Hitler Yeah. and when she killed him he hit a kind of he was in a flying machine or something and he fired a rocket launcher into the window and he got this kind of 
four frame head explosion which is pretty gruesome actually like yeah, you can see his eyeball flying out of his head very but for whatever reason that made it into the the NES version yeah. uh, uh, the, the European and US well, version obviously yeah they didn't complete the game when they were yeah. like, <laughs> monitoring it <laughs> I think that kind of happened a lot and I know in a, another one Gogo 13 yeah. which actually quite not only does it have kind of gore there's like sniping scenes where uh, when you take people out um, you can kind of see their head explode as yeah. well it's really, and well it's the same I think anything because yeah. a lot of Japanese stuff would have been based on animes and animes were starting to get very violent at that time yeah as there's well, kind of the, the censors then were kind of in Japan were very I remember reading it like or watching a Channel 4 documentary about it they were they were kind of usually made up of like disgraced public figures and policemen and stuff like that and they didn't really give a crap so they kind of just followed everything to the letter so you'd have like children's cartoons would be quite gory and people dying them and stuff like that and um, so I think the Japanese were kind of used to that yeah. where they, didn't, they wouldn't have as much outrage over it yeah and there wasn't the, yeah, I don't know in Japan yeah. at the time there definitely wasn't quite as much violent crime as e- either I think in general crime rates were quite low uh, yeah. or stuff like that so there was nothing to really say oh well video games are to blame for this <laughs> uh, I think eventually uh, it, it, it wasn't there was quite a bad murder of high school girls that, that's when video games finally did get blamed God, yeah. on, um, on things yeah um, um, uh, yeah, they, but that was wasn't until a bit, little bit later. I think that was early nineties or something that there was the first time that happened over in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because oh, that was Higurashi, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was Higurashi. A girl. No, I think. I know. I don't know which. I think a girl killed her dad. It was a policeman with an axe. All right, and that's kind of. I know the first kind of episode of or kind of story arc of Higurashi ends with. Keiichi going crazy and the spoilers but that's the force Erica <laughs> killing um, two schoolgirls with an axe and yeah. apparently she, she might have I think that was the anime come out and people were saying she got the idea from the anime because the, the anime is quite gory it's but it's not like shockingly gory it's more the violence comes out of nowhere but it kind of got the blame then for yeah. on these murder that murder yeah. yeah no I think there was one where a bunch of uh, high school girls were killed by someone as well and uh, oh. I think uh, Lollycon got sort of put pushed back then as well uh, I know and that, things yeah. like that so it became like a like a, yeah it sort of although Lollycon has sort of reached its way back up into the mainstream mm. somehow <laughs> <laughs> I think was it the new Feral Williams video is oh just God, yeah. uh, <laughs> all Lollycon uh, but yeah, yeah that was a big setback mm. for Lollycon can't remember correctly but yeah they they were just like desperately looking for things to blame yeah. uh but yeah that was that bit later yeah. uh, going back a bit to gogo 13 yeah. it's kind of a weird game as well because um the stuff that got through in that game like there's actually in the japanese version there's nudity where there's a girl in a cherry grace she's kind of like your contact it, you'd kind of stop at hotels and sleep with her to get your help back and she'd take her top off and but uh she was covered up in the US version but it was really heavily implied that the two of them slept together okay. in the hotel but that was, wasn't removed or I don't know yeah. how the hell that got you the censors <laughs> yeah then you also had because uh, the other really violent anime in, in the 80s was uh, Fist of the North Star so again there was oh, a NES that. game based on that <laughs> and again you're punching people till they explode so mm. very bloody very violent as yeah. well that got um, a Mega Drive game as well called it was trans kind of localised as Last Battle and all the gore was kind of Take, I think the gore was taken out of the um, the US version as well but yeah it was a really gory um, anime and but that was uh, shown like for kids I think in Japan yeah. as well it was uh, part of Shonen Jump yeah as it's well. just yeah shown animation <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, I don't know what other ones we have on the NES then Monster Party as well Monster it's Party a very unusual one yeah. uh, let me see I have some of the music for that as well let me just play a little bit of it <laughs> Thank you. 
yeah, so yeah, Monster Party on the NES. Uh, it's bizarre. A very yeah. odd one. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, some of the, like, the tile sets for some of the levels are just absolutely drenched in blood. But yeah. despite all that, it's a relatively sort of cutesy platformer. Yeah, but it kind of just changes then. Yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of that indie game version where it gets a bit creepy yeah. when it starts off cute. But yeah, even some of the bosses are, are just really gory and horrible but then the, another boss would be like a tempora shrimp jumping yeah. around the screen <laughs> it's yeah, just, some of them are like m- m- mutilated blob of body parts yeah <laughs> um, yeah it's 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 quite a good little game actually oh yeah it's pretty playable but yeah very strange yeah it's gonna one up class that up with uh, I don't know um, what's that game zombie nation <laughs> as, as we're weird NES games yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was uh, 1989. Mm. Uh, it was Monster Party. Uh, now, did 1989 was that also when Sweet Home came out? 88, I think. Oh, was that or 89? It was around then, yeah. But yeah, it's, that's that was um, kind of that was the the along with the kind of Alone in the Dark. That was the game that kind of um, inspired Resident Evil and kind of created survival horror. Although I would say Alone in the Dark is more the creator of survival horror. But uh, yeah, that was pretty gory as well. Um, some of the 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 Battles were kind of um, kind of took place like a Final Fantasy type game, mm-hmm. but um, there was a lot of gruesome detail in the the character sprites in it. In that yeah, g- yeah, um, a lot of entrails and gore dripping off people <laughs> and skeletons, and um, yeah, that's that's a pretty interesting game, um, especially because Shinji Mikami used it as a reference for for Resident Evil, where yeah. a lot of um, like stuff like the herbs that you use for healing yourself came from Sweet Home, um, and it's it's. World War Playing is very original, especially that um, as you play the game, if your characters die, you can't resurrect them like you would in a normal RPG. Yeah. So you have to go on without certain characters. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Sweet Home is definitely one check worth checking out because it's yeah, well, it was quite a landmark title for yeah, essentially it is sort of the start of survival horror. Um, mm-hmm. um, it, it, yeah, I mean a lot of stuff it pa- really paved the way. Um, I'm trying to see anything else on yeah. the Super N- or the Nintendo. I know over on the Commodore 64, then. Yeah. So the thing is, um, on the kind of 8 bits and PC and arcades at the time, you didn't have Nintendo censorship. Mm-hmm. So you get an awful lot more gore in um, the arcades and eight and even uh, 8 bit games. Um, I think we were looking at, was it Infernal Runner there? Which is yeah, Infernal Runner. This is a game. I, think, I don't know if, sure if he was actually credited on the game itself. But no, he it wasn't credited, was, but he definitely made it. Yeah, it's yeah. Eric Chihai, um, who would be very well known for his work on um, Another World. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it it was his... Uh, I, think it's, it's, I think it was one of the first games he worked on, but you can definitely see the sort of... Like in Another World, where you have all these elaborate death sequences. Although Another World divided um, actual like blood and gore, yeah, all the, yeah. even though you were being killed in quite it's pretty violent. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was just yeah. There, mm. it, but it's I always think almost think that's worse. That sort of muted death. It's like, yeah, ooh. but it's quite like um, the the lasers and that they kind of incinerated people and then yeah, exactly they're, they're yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Uh, their flesh ashed and fell off. Oh, and the sound of the crunchy like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sound is great. Mm. Uh, of course, Another World did get censored for release in America. It was called um, Out of This World. Yeah, but it was but more the, kind of the nudity yeah. and the yeah, exactly and the stuff. alien Asses. like bats. Yeah, they shade, they removed the butt cracks of yeah. the alien ladies. Uh, but other than that, but but yeah, this was on the Commodore sixty four. Actually, wait, I have a bit of the music, kind of interesting music. I only found out about this game recently, actually, as I was reading up on other stuff which I had done. Let me just play a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. 
yeah so that's infernal runner on the commerce 64 um yeah it, it, unusual little game it, it, quite a not bad little platform a really nice little animation on the sprite uh, you're just sort of running around one sort of level uh, trying to collect keys and that sort of thing but there's tons of little traps and monsters in them all of them are quite unique yeah, they've all leaked dead animations yeah exactly well. yeah, yeah so you can get um you can get like uh spike pushed by a wall moving wall into a wall of spikes uh, yeah. and again the spikes are already dripping and blood obviously from previous victims and yeah the blood all gushes out of your main character as he desperately tries to push up against the thing as yeah. he push against it there's uh, there's things where you uh, there's a bit where your your head inflates yeah it's like some beam or something yeah. makes your head expl- yeah. explodes and then, then you're again you're pushed ahead across and so you smash your big inflated head off a bit of a bit of the wall <laughs> and die uh, and then there's like uh, yeah again just like the trash compactor sequence in Star Wars you get squashed by happy though <laughs> uh, and again the character's animated to put his hands up against the walls and everything so yeah it's very very impressive yeah, you can see kind of uh, elements of another world in there which like the yeah. character movement and the really gorgeous animation in it uh, yeah so it's interesting worth checking out alright mm. uh, then also on the Commodore 64 you had games like Barbarian as yeah. well uh, I, mean I don't that think that caused controversy because of the blood yeah. I think it was more controversy over Maria Whitaker on the cover of, of one <laughs> of them was that's that right. Barbarian 1 or 2 I think she was might have been on both I think because yeah. they made the female character playable in the second one she yeah. had a more prominent face but she's like just yeah, yeah Maria Whitaker was like a big part page 3 model back in the 80s <laughs> uh, she didn't have her own game I think we did we mention that on our Christmas oh, special oh yeah we did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was Maria Whitaker's Christmas strip poker game <laughs> uh, on the Commodore 64 for all that, yeah. <laughs> or all your blocky uh, uh, Commodore 64 uh, boobs yeah, um, Bavarian's kind of like a one-on-one fighter but it kind of predated Street Fighter mm-hmm. but um, it wasn't that gory except for there was one kind of secret move in the game where y- you could leave yourself really open and but do this as a kind of a big swing, swing your sword yeah, around and spin around and lob the um, the character's head off, yeah, and uh, the other the opponent's head off, and then um, after you won the match, like there'd be a bit of blood squirting out of the guy's neck, but then this goblin would come along mm-hmm. and kick the he dragged the bodies off after the match, yeah. but he kicked the head along as well like a football. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, yeah, I think that sort of those little gimmicks are the only really thing that had prepared. It wasn't that. I was go- kind of playable compared yeah, to one of one fighters back yeah. then. Well, you had IK plus, yeah, was, which I think was, was far game, superior, yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, you in Barbarian you have two fundamentally identical characters with very limited move sets. Mm-hmm. There's not too much in the way of strategy that you can do, and everyone's just going to try and spam the the headshot attack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have the background changes with the evil wizard in the background. Yeah. Barbarian two was much more involved. There's more kind of a mate. I really like Barbarian. Yeah, yeah, very good. I got that free on a Commodore sixty four magazine because mm-hmm. I had a Commodore sixty four very late, so a lot of a lot of games were given away free, and, and the cover tapes was great. Mm-hmm. The full game. <laughs> yeah, it was good on the Amiga as well. Uh, again, the, the lovely big sprites in it is yeah, uh, I remember like those big dinosaurs with the long neck that yeah. you chop off. <laughs> Uh, yeah again yeah you just chop all the monsters up with the sword attacks yeah again mm. but probably one of the most famous sort of violent uh, games would be this one I'm just going to play some of the music because the music it's like some of the best music on the Commodore yeah. 64 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and this is of course creatures 
Uh, and, and to another degree, it's uh, it's sequel creatures too. Torture trouble. Yeah. Uh, the main game itself not terribly violent. Just no, very of, cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's your little furry creature. But where it got good was after every two levels, you'd get a torture chamber mm-hmm. where another one of your sort of is essentially identical fluffy friends, the fuzzy uh, wuzzies, are the fuzzy wuzzies, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, would be strapped to some sort of torture device, and you'd have to like basically solve sort of puzzles around the it's a single screen and just have puzzles around the screen in order mm. to prevent your uh, friend from being horribly murdered in one way or the <laughs> other usually it was there could be two ways sometimes uh, either like a vast or a buzzsaw yeah. or um, he's slowly being <laughs> cranked up, cranked up to a one, platform yeah. and then a, a guy would walk off get a chainsaw and it's cut into bits again very very gory um, <laughs> it's blood squirt, squirting everywhere and your man's getting killed by the chainsaw and his legs are just flailing everywhere it's disgusting yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, it's, it, was, it was kind of nice what they did they played yeah. with there the the, the um uh, the the, uh, the, 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 the it was a cutesy platformer but there were these sort of adult teams underneath like the whole uh, premise is your character's hung over uh, that's, <laughs> and the reason why he does fireballs he's flowing it are just his bad breath from <laughs> drinking too much the night before uh, that was the background con- story prequel to Conqueror's Bad Four Day <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah then they made the, yeah the torture trouble was the sequel I never actually got around it when I think I'd moved on from the C64 yeah it came very point. late but it was mostly uh, just torture chambers yeah, it was just the torture chambers yeah. and uh, I think there were uh, sequences like the sequences in Earthworm Jim uh, the oh, second bounce one them yeah the bounce them around I hated those in Earthworm Jim but yeah great music and yeah very fun little game uh, but yeah. again rock hard <laughs> oh I never beat it even with even at Infinite Lives I just got to a bit where I didn't upgrade my weapons enough <laughs> so I couldn't get past it <laughs> actually I must go back and look because I, I do remember back in the days I know most of the Zap uh, magazines are up online now for oh, yeah. uh, but I remember back in the day Zap every month they'd have like a production diary for creatures oh, and it was always quite interesting yeah and I know um, Commodore Format did one for um, Mayhem and Monster World as well yeah mm-hmm. That's, that was quite interesting so they were checking out yeah. <laughs> uh, okay so what else do we have yeah uh, well like apart from the NES like we had the arcade and kind of PC and mm-hmm. Amiga scene as well which they had a lot of gory games I think the one that I think a lot of people will remember from the arcades would be Splatterhouse yeah which was a Namco type game it was a scrolling fighter now it wasn't like Final Fight because it was only on one plane but um, kind of played a very Jason Voorhees character with the um, the hockey mask yeah. as well and um, like every time you, you kill someone they're just like disintegrating the horrible mess of blood like you get a baseball bat or a Oh yeah, and there were like form. corpses hanging up, yeah. and you'd hit them, and, and they'd knock them into the f- into the background. Yeah, they just the splatter against the wall. Yeah, and yeah. Even the, the the bosses now are pretty disgusting, and, and just they kind of uh, remember the first one. Uh, that was Splatterhouse Two. Kind of his stomach just exploded, and all his stomach acid came out, mm-hmm. went across the ground. I think I'm probably going to get murdered for this but I didn't really like it as a game I just kind of played it for the gore I don't yeah. think it was that great yeah it's a little tricky it's, it's still very kind of play- basic I was playing yeah. it on it's like, I recently yeah. got the uh, Turbo Graphics or PC Engine yeah. as known in Japan and uh, yeah the version on that's quite a nice conversion yeah, but it's the only um, conversion I think of the first game yeah I think there's a the, the well Famicom got a, a super deformed version mm-hmm. called um, Wanpaku Graffiti or something oh, weird yeah. like that well I actually I got that my friend Andrew sent me a copy of it and it's actually pretty good I prefer that actually to the arcade game the, the Famicom version <laughs> um, it's a bit weird though there's kind of bits where some of the characters start dancing at the end of levels <laughs> um, but yeah that was like really gory I can't I actually I'm surprised there was no controversy really over that game yeah um, and then I, even on the the Amiga there was games like um, The Immortal yeah I'm surprised yeah, yeah, you didn't play that yeah because I played that the Mega Drive version of that but it's kind of an isometric game where you're walking around as a wizard but like every, you have these different spells and weapons you can use on 
the enemies and there's always really gory deaths when you, you kill the enemies and that um, and arcade do you, do you ever play Narc Narc again yeah, yeah very you've seen the last boss of that <laughs> just this big the drug dealer's head yeah. massive head and um, once you, you kill the head like all these bits of flesh fly off it and it's just a skull then flying, coming after you and that was actually compared to the NES as well with all the gore intact <laughs> um, actually knows? one we forgot to mention on the NES was one that actually got around the uh, uh, Nintendo system censorship uh, was uh, uh, Chiller oh, which yeah. was an unlicensed NES yeah. game which actually used the uh, the, the NES zapper mm-hmm. um, and yeah you had to but there's uh, an arcade game as well for yeah us, you yeah. were basically where a torturer and your job was to maim and mutilate murder victims in one of all these different dungeons yeah, it's uh, a weird game <laughs> so yeah basically yeah it was very Just similar to Duck Hunt but murdering people yeah <laughs> you can shoot like bits of their legs off yeah. and like take chunks out of their body and they're just kind of strapped up to all this kind of these torture devices it's, it's weird <laughs> I don't know uh, but yeah I don't know then uh, I mean we're coming up then to almost I don't want to go too far beyond things like Mortal Kombat uh, yeah. but uh, yeah do you have like the Mega CD you have Snatcher Oh, that came out after Mortal Kombat. Did it? Yeah. Oh, no, it was actually, 92, I think, MS, was, yeah. MSX, I think, version came out in the oh, eight, in oh, yeah, 88. That is, that's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That came out first. That's unusual, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, that would... See, the thing about the um, Japanese home computers, again, there was no censorship, so you mm-hmm. got a lot of... You got a lot of porn games on them, yeah. <laughs> basically. But you also got a, quite a lot of violent games, and Snatcher would be one of them. So that was... Um, I don't know if... I think Hideo Kojima did that after Metal Gear okay. but yeah I think one of the first scenes in that is you come across your your um, partner Gibson where his head's just been clean taken off and it's just lying there with lots of gore in the back um, that was quite contra- I, I don't know I'd say that would have been controversial when it came to the Mega CD except I think it sold less than a thousand copies in the US Yeah, uh, it did really poorly in the US but there's um some yeah, because at the time, I mean, what was really ta- drawing all the controversy was Night Trap, which isn't actually violent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no uh, blood in it at all, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like the Night Trap was what was instrumental in sort of the the um, the, the actual sort of age ratings coming in. Yeah, this because it was Night Trap and Mortal Kombat. The um, there was Senate hearings in the US, mm-hmm. and basically they they brought up Nintendo and Sega about all these violent games, and. Kind of Nintendo say you were kind of working together, and then they kind of realised they had no political power in Washington at all, so they were getting absolutely hammered. So Sega was trying to kind of defend the violent games, saying they put age ratings on their. They did have age ratings on their games, but it was kind of voluntary. What Nintendo did was completely throw the entire industry under the bus. So what they what happened was they were going to put Night Trap onto the. Um, before Night Trap was on the Sega CD, it was meant to come to this this Super Nintendo CD. Oh, so yeah. they had all the footage of Night Trap and they started showing it to the Senate. Yeah. And they then they kind of brought up that they didn't put blood in Mortal Kombat and they really they just they threw everybody except themselves underneath the yeah. Underneath yeah. Although didn't Sega the take out the, the Nintendo Super Scope and go look yeah, they they as well <laughs> in the courtroom. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, then they can't that's that really fueled that kind of bitter, bitter mm-hmm. rivalry between Nintendo yeah. and Sega where usually it was, it was kind of Would well, that been instrumental to uh, Nintendo like giving up on the because they had to deal with Philips at the time and that's why No, that happened yeah. before that. That was yeah. back in 92 or something like that. And this is that's what led to like yeah. the actual real horror in video games although <laughs> you love them as the yeah, the CDI. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> Nintendo pulled out of the deal uh, to, to make this the, the CD peripheral for Super mm-hmm. Nintendo and but uh, so Philips somehow got the rights to make they had the license to make games with the Nintendo characters yeah, yeah. so they brought the CDI and had uh, yeah, well the CDI was, was out already but they brought yeah. the games out on the CD yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah that was a big instrumental into because out of that came came the SRB which was the age rating system for um, yeah. video games where it used to be voluntary mm-hmm. before that like they get the BBFC or whatever or the to rate their games well that um, still is the case here isn't it that, I mean the the is it, what is the is it Peggy or what's the one? That's oh, Peggy, here? yeah, yeah. It's uh, vo- it is voluntary, but oh, yeah. it's like it's the industry does it themselves. It's yeah, not a self-regulated. State. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they can get they can get BBFC ratings yeah. as well. Like you get some games like God of War coming out. That's it. That's the way um, film censorship works in America as yeah. well. Uh, the film classification, it's just the industry classifies yeah. it. It's well, like this weird yeah. thing. Whereas in most countries, it's uh, sort of a, a government department that yeah and on the games they actually have the eightings rating eightings rating twice the size as they have on dvd boxes because um like parents going oh i didn't see the rating <laughs> i bought it for my little johnny <laughs> it's interesting i think there is a system in place in japan now as well because uh, with the recent release the evil within there uh, they found the workaround for it basically the version that you buy oh, in the shop yeah. is censored uh, for gore <laughs> But you can de- de- get a DLC yeah. to the, unlock it. The problem with that was some law came in which if you get a zero, which zero is kind of the SRB or Peggy uh, in Japan, yeah, if you get a zero zero rating, which is like for 18s content, yeah. you can't actually put your game on a shelf of a video game shop. So you've got no, you can't advertise it, you've got no advertising. So if you bring out like an 18s plus game, it has to be covered in like a, a sleeve so that okay. you can't see the box. And it has to be put in like the, the back of the shop where it has all the hentai and <laughs> um, porn and all that yeah. so that's the only place you can sell it so um, yeah so Evil Wind kind of got away with that that's why like, Japanese games used to be very gory and but it was kind of stylistic gore but you get stuff like you start getting stuff like um, No More Heroes which was actually censored in Japan where it's actually gorier in the US when it came out it was that, but it was censored in Europe as well a lot of the, those games were actually getting censored in Japan so yeah. a lot of the gory games that came out of Japan they kind of stopped because of this uh, zero zero rating and the implications of that like it, you're basically condemning your game to not sell <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's, I don't know if blood has ever been something that's been used too well in video games it's always um, used it's I always kind of, a bit over the top it's never no I find the western stuff like Mortal yeah. Kombat well Mortal Kombat was kind of over the top kind of as a shock factor but I think I like I kind of like it when it's stylistic don't don't mm-hmm. like stylistically flourishes like um, Samurai Showdown I think because you're using weapons to be yeah. a bit of gore come off them and then if you finish a fight with a strong attack you might get an arterial spray or they be cut in half like in and then I think that's kind of stylish I like that yeah. where Mortal Kombat's just kind of over the top but Mortal Kombat's kind of goofy as well although yeah. I think the new one kind of tread that treads a fine line where it's more cruel kind of and games now a lot of them are obsessed with torture scenes for whatever reason like GTA 5 mm. and even yeah. and Last of Us had one as well it was kind of a bit more tastefully one done, that was interesting I was looking at recently mm. the, the Call of Cthulhu game that was on the Xbox and PC yeah. the first person one um, mm-hmm. that has an interesting sort of system where you uh, for when you get injured you have to like bandage yourself up So yeah. and you have to bandage up the specific parts of your body that are injured but it's quite a nice use of gore so your face could be sort of maimed or your arm mm-hmm. could be all shredded and yeah you just have to bandage up that particular part of your body yeah. and that's I like that's sort of more subtle it's not over the top your cut yeah. you need to detail that cut I, yeah uh, I don't mind the gore if it's goofy yeah. or if it's kind of stylistic oh I don't mind it at sure. all but, uh, but I just I would like to see it you blood yeah. used in an inter- in a sort of maybe a realistic way I kind of like the look of the way Bloodborne does it uh, from what mm-hmm. I've seen of Bloodborne um, that you look like you just get drenched it looks, it looks like a liquid yeah. uh, that you get drenched in and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, from what I've played I only played a little of Evil Win so far and it mm-hmm. seems to have some interesting blood as well and um, Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like that use of blood actually being liquid, not this sort of just, I don't know, it never looks 
like blood. I don't know. They've, don't yeah. know they've <laughs> never quite nailed it properly. <laughs> There's a few... Um, Oh, I can't even think of the game. I thought Dead Rising actually did it right. Yeah. Really good, really good blood effects in it. But yeah, I think a lot of games now are kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit too much where it's kind of getting into hostile kind of levels of go. Mm-hmm. Where I, I can hate that series. It's just torture porn. Yeah. Um, where it's just, I mean, you can use it realistically or stylistically or, but when you're getting into kind of, I don't know, when, it's, it looks like there's actual pain being inflicted on people I just know it's just not for, for me it can go too yeah. far with it <laughs> I think yeah mm. well uh, I, th- I think we've covered a lot of blood <laughs> to, uh, there's probably lots didn't, that we've missed we covered a game called blood <laughs> uh, oh yeah there is, blood itself was quite good yeah yeah the first person one mm-hmm. um uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, just thought we'd do something a little different because rather just talking about standard horror games. Um, on the twenty fifth of October, that's mm-hmm. basically uh, this Saturday, uh, we'll be doing some live streaming. So keep an eye on the Facebook page and the website. We'll put up the links to that. Uh, probably on Twitch, I'm guessing. Yeah, probably some terrible horror games and yeah. good ones. But you know, yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> of doing a wheel of the worst type of thing, like Red Letter Media, to select which games we'll play over the day. <laughs> so it, that should be fun. A little experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll play some horror games. Maybe hopefully mm-hmm. I've got a few that aren't too uh, well known I don't want to play too many well known ones yeah <laughs> um, and also yeah just speaking of blood as well it's come, starting this Thursday if you're in Dublin uh, the um, the science gallery in Dublin at Trinity College has a blood exhibit opening up as well and uh, that will be running for about two months so if you don't get the chance to see it it's there for a long time and yeah it's just, it, it's just covering the topic of blood so I've, I don't know I'll probably be going along to the launch on Thursday but uh, usually they're quite interesting their exhibits so it could be worth checking out so yeah that'll do us for now and uh, yeah hopefully we'll be back again soon we'll be back with the live stream soon and then we will um, uh, then we will well, we'll be back with another podcast soon hopefully <laughs> <laughs> okay all of us we'll leave you with the, the music from the Atari 2600 version of Halloween which almost gets the music right I think for the <laughs> oh, most part yeah. it does because it's a simple enough bit of tune <laughs> <laughs>